guys. Welcome back to Becoming Better Podcast. This is your host, Hope Moquin, and I am so thankful that you chose to tune in today. It's 2023. You made it another week. And so that alone is something to celebrate. I feel like I have a few messages that I feel like if I had the chance to share with everybody in the world, then this is what I would want to say. And today's episode is definitely one of those. Have you ever met somebody and maybe specifically in like the Christian realm of people where after your interaction, you walked away just feeling like not good about yourself and just really with a bad taste in your mouth. I've had my fair share of those. I'm definitely not one to hate on the big C church because I do think that there is a responsibility. If you're going to claim to be a follower of Christ, then regardless, I know that's a hot take. I know that's a hot take. Regardless of how you may have been treated, there's still an accountability on Christ's followers to lead people to Jesus and being so careful in how you share those experiences where it's not pulling people away from the big C church, maybe from a particular leader or maybe from a specific location, sure, but being so careful in how you're communicating to make sure that when you're sharing those poor interactions, that it's not taking people away from that big C church, from the church as a whole, but you're just pointing people in more of a loving direction to a place or a pastor or a community where they're really going to experience the true love of Jesus, you know? But today, whether you classify as a Christian or not, I think that if you care about being a decent human being and you care about making a positive impact on this world, then your first impressions with people matter. And so today's episode is all about how to not put a bad taste in somebody's mouth. And I guarantee right now when you hear that, how to not put a bad taste in somebody's mouth, you are already thinking of somebody, if not multiple people, who have put bad taste in your mouth just from the first time of meeting them. If you Google how to make a good impression, one of the first things that pop up, it says that you don't get a second chance to make a first good impression. Research has shown that within those initial seven seconds, people will form 11 impressions of you. This is known as the 7-11 rule. 7-Eleven makes me think of that gas station, which they have in Georgia. I don't know if they have in Texas because Texas is just a whole different world. I moved to Texas in May, almost a year ago, and it has been like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. If anyone knows how to take care of allergies, please let me know. If you follow me, you know that this is something I complain about almost every single day, but hey, it's okay. There's several different areas where it's important to leave a good impression, where it's important to leave an impression that matters, an impression that people will always remember in a positive way. Whenever somebody hears your name, think about your life and the interactions that you've had in just the past, let's say five five to 10 years. When people hear your name, is that something that fills them with gratitude or is that something that just gives them like the ick? That's a big thing right now, getting the ick. Does your name give people the ick? Because if so, girl, we got to work on that. That is not okay. You do not want people to get the ick when they hear your name. Because I have a few people right now, Lord, help me if that's wrong, but I get the ick. I think about it, I immediately know. I'm like, I don't ever want to see that person again. (gasps) Maybe I should edit that out. But really, if you have a great first interaction with somebody, they're never going to forget that. If you have a terrible first interaction with somebody, they're never going to forget that. That's with dating that's with work relationships, that's with friendships, that's with meeting people at events, that's especially with being a pastor. Oh, I have stories 
for that. You know what? That's a good one. I'm going to open up with that. There is this pastor, public speaker that my husband really enjoys. Just not my my style. And so it's just not my not my particular go-to number one choice. You know, this is an honest place. So we're going to be honest. It's just not my favorite. Okay. So we were at this event where that pastor was speaking and afterwards they were doing a meet and greet. And so my husband was like, oh, like I want to go meet him and talk to him. And I was like, okay, I guess like we can go do that. And my personal opinion, again, this is just my personal opinion. We're allowed to have those from certain things that I had seen online and certain things that I had heard this person communicate. I just did not get the best vibe and it just, I just, it just wasn't my favorite, like I said. And so we get to this meet and greet and he's talking to my husband and literally in the middle of their conversation, this is the first in-person interaction that my husband and I have ever had with this pastor. I already have certain opinions. And so, you know what? This first impression mattered to me. In the middle of our conversation, a few of this pastor's friends come up and literally in the middle of my husband's sentence, this pastor cuts him off, turns his back completely to us and just starts talking to his friends. My first instinct, I was like, oh, that's rude. I want to leave and I want to get out of here, but you know, benefit of the doubt. And so my husband wanted to stay there and wait for him to be finished. And so we stood there. I kid you not for at least 10 minutes. This pastor didn't say, hold on, let me talk to you. Didn't apologize. Literally just acted as if we did not exist and had his back turned us to, to us the entire time. And then finally he turned around and just started talking like, nothing ever happened. We wrapped up that conversation real quick and got the heck out of there. And for some people, they might think I'm being dramatic, but especially if you are a known person, if you are a public figure and you know that people look up to you, for that to be your first interaction and for there to be such a lack of intentionality and honestly just being rude, that is a big deal. And that is something that I will remember for the rest of my life. And so now anytime I hear that pastor or I see certain things from them, I'm like, Um, no, thank you. Now, let me clear this up before anybody comes at me. I am not saying that guy is a terrible person. That is not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying that that is a bad first impression that could have gone differently if there was more self-awareness and more intentionality and maybe more of a desire to want to always leave a good impression with people. How do you leave a good lasting impression? Number one, care about people. And if that's something that's hard for you to do, there's no judgment here. Honestly, take that to God and ask like, God, why is it so hard for me to genuinely care about people? Why is it so hard for me to put myself in this person's shoe? Why is it so hard for me to just press pause and really dial in and focus in on the person who's right in front of me? When you genuinely and truly care about the person who's in front of you, you're not going to have to try to make a good first impression. You're not going to have to try to make a lasting impression. It's just going to be something that is evident because you care. I feel like I'm going to mention John Maxwell in probably every episode, but he says, people don't know how much you love them until they know how much you care. You want to show someone that you love them? Show them how much you care about them. And there's an old saying. It says, how do you spell care? T-I-M-E. Time. 
Give your dedicated time to them. Stop what you're doing and listen to them. Stop what you're doing and be there for them. Stop what you're doing, remove the distractions, and just focus in on the person who's in front of you. Someone will remember how you made them feel for the rest of their life. Making an impression doesn't even have to be a first impression. You can make a lasting impression on somebody that you've known for years. A story that I still share to this day, any opportunity that I get the chance to because it made that big of an impact in my life, it was when I was 19 and I was in ministry school full-time and I was also working three jobs at the time because I was just trying to make it by. I had moved out. I had no support from my parents. I hardly, I didn't have a car. I had a lot of rent to pay. I had a lot of bills and I was a full-time student. And so it was just struggle bus central back then. Like I spent a lot of days crying and I had wondered many times if I made the right decision or not. In this time, in my life, when I was working three jobs, when I was a full-time student and I didn't have a car, my life just felt like it was always in shambles. And at the time, my pastor and his wife were people I had known for years. I, I knew that they were good people already. I had gone to them and just told them that like, hey, I'm, I know I'm a full-time student. I'm just trying to make it by. I don't have a car. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep on working. I wasn't even going to them to ask for anything tangible. I was just simply venting and just talking about like, I didn't know what the heck I was doing in my life. After that conversation, I remember his wife calling me and telling me that they were going to make arrangements. They had a kid at the time too. So it was a married couple with a child. They said that they wanted to make arrangements where they were going to use their one car for a little bit and that they were going to lend me their car so I could go to work and that I could continue to be a student there. That was one of the most humbling things I had ever experienced, but I will never forget for the rest of my life the impression that made on me of like, these people care about me. They don't care about what I bring to the table. They don't care about what I can do for them. They just care about me and they were willing to sacrifice something that they had so that I could simply survive, so that I could simply keep moving forward. And I will never forget that as long as I live. And so how do you make a good impression on people? Um, you just care about people and everything will follow after that. Honestly, this wasn't the direction that I was going to go in the episode, but as I'm continuing to talk about all these different areas, these different stories, I genuinely think that it all boils down to just getting over yourself and caring about people. Because all of these practical things of how to make a good impression are making the conversation about somebody else, being genuinely interested in what they're doing, asking questions about their life, being on time, presenting yourself well, all of it boils down to caring about the other person. If you don't care, people are going to know. And I think that's what makes it so special. The people who really do make good impressions is that you can't pretend to care about somebody. That's something that you you can't put on a show for. You can't put on a mask. People know. People can smell it out if you genuinely care about them or not. And if you don't care about them and you just care about what you can get from them, they will remember that for the rest of their life. Some of the deepest ways that you can learn things are by experiencing and seeing of what not to do. Almost more than seeing what to do. And I say that because when you experience something that shows you what not to do, that is a feeling that you never want to feel again. Guaranteed. That's a feeling that makes you never 
want to make somebody else feel that way. And so I could go on with stories after stories of me seeing things of what not to do. Truly, I just don't know how beneficial or helpful that would be. Yeah, sure, I shared one or two, but for all of your experiences that have left a bad taste in your mouth, this is what I want to encourage you to do. I want you to ask yourself, what could have been done differently that wouldn't have left such a bad taste in my mouth? And then after you answer that, how can I remember this so that I can become better from this and not ever do that to somebody else? And if you really want to grow, find a friend that you're with in person a lot of the times. This won't work with a friend that is in another state. You need a friend that sees you a lot, who's with you in person a lot. Tell your friend the things you want to do better to make a good impression and ask them to keep you accountable. And so the next time you're in a conversation with somebody that you might be meeting for the first time or just in a conversation with somebody that maybe you've known for a while and that you've communicated with several times or that you've been friends with for a while and ask them to evaluate you after your conversation. How many questions did I ask the other person about what's going on in their life? How many questions did I ask the other person about how they're doing and how they're actually doing? How many times did I interrupt that person? Yeah. Let me just tell you, interrupting people is the number one way to show people you do not care about them whatsoever and that what you have to say is more important than what they have to say. And that's not to be mean, but that's to give you a really real reality check that you have got to learn how to keep your mouth shut. You have got to learn how to be quiet or you will always come off as someone who is extremely self-centered and selfish, who doesn't care about anybody else but themselves. You want to lose trust with somebody? Interrupt them. You want to lose credibility really quickly? interrupt them. There is power in learning how to keep your mouth shut. This one is definitely difficult for me, but eye contact. When you're in a conversation with somebody and you're just dazing off to the left and the right, which, hey, I do this. I do. I'm so guilty of it. Eye contact like makes me nervous. And that's something my therapist pointed out a long time ago that um, I kind of avoided and we never really got to work on that well. And so if you're my therapist listening to this, I'm sorry you didn't really hear that. But eye contact, eye contact shows that you're invested and you're intrigued and you're listening to what the other person has to say and that you're not distracted. You want to show someone that you care and you want to make a lasting impression? Stop checking your phone in the middle of conversations. Do you know how rude that is for somebody to be looking at you in the face, having a conversation with you, and then you pick up your phone in the middle of the conversation to check your notifications, immediately, the moment you go to reach for your phone and pick it up, it shows that this phone is more important than the human being that is in front of you. Technology is such a gift, but don't let it ruin the friendships and the people who are right in front of you. A while back, I did an ad with um, this scented deodorant, but I really meant everything I said in it. And throughout the ad, I talked about your first impression on a date with how you smell. The person will never forget that. Like literally think about it. If you meet somebody who just has BO or who hasn't brushed their teeth, bad breath is a whole different thing. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I say that out of love, but get some mouthwash, brush your teeth. Like people remember that. Get some gum or something, especially in the church and you're going around praying for people. Oh my God, get a mint. I don't want you praying over me because I'm going to pass out and it's not going to be from the spirit. It's going to be from your breath. Okay. 
Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anywho, I did an ad, right? And I was talking about on a first date, how you smell. People will remember that. If you ever met someone who hasn't smelled good, you remember that. Be cognizant of your breath. Be cognizant if you put on deodorant. Be cognizant if you haven't washed your hair and it maybe doesn't smell the best. Be cognizant of those things. People will remember that. And truthfully, like when you take care of yourself and you present yourself well wherever you're going, it shows that person that, hey, like you meant enough for me to put myself together. Because that's kind of a big deal. I don't know about you, but I love lounging around in my pajamas and no makeup or whatever. But if I put myself together, that shows you matter. And that shows that you were important enough for me to put myself together. For me, I have a secret like silent list in the back of my head that if somebody does one of these things on a list, immediately I will not pursue a friendship with them. I will not bring them close to me. I will not have them in my life. Um, I will be kind and I will be nice, but they will not have a seat at my inner table because they had done something on that list that were just non-negotiables for me and that really crossed the line. And I'll share one of them. One of those things on the list is that especially if I am meeting you for the first time and anywhere in our conversation, you start talking poorly about somebody that you know or somebody that we both know, that is a huge red flag and that is not something that I will have in my life and that will not be a friendship, relationship, whatever that I will be pursuing. That will probably be our last conversation. I'll smile, hug you goodbye, and that will be the end of it. You want to make a good impression? Don't talk poorly about people because newsflash, how you talk about others, it says less about them and it says way more about you. I'll say it again just in case you missed it. How you talk about other people says less about them and way more about you and your character and who you are as a person. Regardless of what somebody else has done, you at some point in your life, you have got to be okay with other people not knowing your side of the story. I feel like one of the most common things that you see on social media and just around is this idea of how to stop caring what people think about you and how you should never care about what people think about you. And I definitely do agree with that to a certain extent, but there is a difference between not caring what people think about you and still caring for people. And that definitely comes with having a confidence in yourself. And I say confidence in yourself, but for me and what I believe, I believe that the more confident in who God is and who God has made you to be, that's where true confidence comes from. And therefore you can walk out in a way of knowing that your life is approved by the one who made you. You don't have to care about what people think about you because you know that you're living for an audience of one. And it gives you the eyes to view people through grace and mercy, which is something that I pray every day. I have it literally sticky noted on my mirror. That's how important it is that it is this yellow sticky note and I am an aesthetic girly. I love neutrals and I have this bright freaking yellow yellow sticky note saying that I have eyes to view people through the eyes of grace and mercy because I know that's what God asks and requires of us. Because I'm confident in God, I can be confident in who I am, which therefore I can be bold and outspoken in what I believe because I know it's rooted out of a place that is good and that is holy. And because of all of that, when all of that's in place, then I can have a heart to really care for people because it's not about me. And I'm not using people to get something out of them. I'm not nice to people because I want an opportunity. I don't only communicate with people who I want to get something from. I don't only smile at people that I need something from. I don't always check in on people so that they remember me when an opportunity arises. I care about people 
whether they're a speaker, whether they're a celebrity, whether they're a cashier, whether they're a greeter, whether they work at a gas station, whoever. I care about people because that's what God calls us to do. The two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. Does not say love your neighbor with contingency. Don't love your neighbor so that they remember you when something comes up. Don't love your neighbor so that you can get ahead. Don't love your neighbor so that you can just learn and hopefully become like them. Love your neighbor because it's the right thing to do. Love your neighbor and care about your neighbor because they actually matter, simply because they exist. They matter because they exist. They don't matter because of their title. They don't matter because of what they've done. They don't matter because of who they know. They matter because they simply exist. And to make a good impression on people, you simply just have to care about them. You simply just have to push your pride to the side, push your preferences to the side, Just press pause for a moment in your day and give your attention to the person who's in front of you. That will leave an impression they will never forget because that is so rare nowadays. People are so busy. And I say busy in quotations because are you actually busy or are you just trying to be busy to try to show that you have something to do? People are so consumed with social media. People are so consumed in celebrities' lives who don't even know that they exist. People are so consumed with everything else except for the person that's right in front of them. You want to make a good impression? Press pause and just focus on the person who's in front of you. Leaving here today, this episode, I want you to remember all of those interactions and encounters that left a bad taste in your mouth. And I really want you to remember them because this goal is to become better, to become the example that you didn't have, to remember all of the really bad ways that you felt and let that motivate you to never make somebody else feel that way, to become better in all aspects. And so think about the people in your life now, maybe your friends now that you see on a daily basis. Maybe you can put your phone down a little bit more. Maybe you can dial in the conversation a little bit more. Maybe, just maybe, you could care a little bit more about the person in front of you and a little less about yourself. Maybe this idea of not caring what people think has maybe been a little toxic, has maybe made people a little too selfish because it's not a matter of trying to make somebody like you, but it is a matter of caring about people so much that if they don't like you, then that's not on you. Never giving somebody a reason to not like you. Never giving somebody a reason to say ill things about you. Sure, there are people who just talk bad about people. I've experienced it. I've seen them. But if a lot of people are all saying the same types of things about you, perhaps there is some truth to it. And you do need to care about people a little bit more. If you want to learn how to make a good impression and a lasting impression professionally, then maybe I can do an episode on that. But I'm sure there's plenty of people who do that if you just search that up on podcasts. This is just for your everyday life. Something that you can remember and think about every single day in every aspect because whether it's people online, whether it's people on FaceTime, Zoom, in person at the grocery store, you're interacting with people. You really have an amazing opportunity to make somebody feel really special, for somebody to feel really seen, maybe somebody that you're never even going to see again. I think maybe sometimes we get so busy and I am so talking to myself I walk so fast. I am always on to the next thing. And I always have to remind myself to just slow down. Like, what could I be missing because I am so fast paced? Who could I be missing to talk to and to 
be a light to because I'm so focused on what's next and I'm missing what's now. There are opportunities every single day for us to make somebody feel like God saw them. There are opportunities for us every day for us to make people feel the love of God. Maybe for us to be a reminder to somebody that God is real. Just from a simple smile, you have no idea what that could do to somebody. I'm a huge believer in self-care. I'm a huge believer in surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you so you can grow and learn. I'm a huge believer in self-growth. I'm a huge believer in all of these things, but none of those things should ever take away from what really matters. And that's from loving God and loving your neighbor. Maybe it's a hot take, but I think if the track of self-growth interferes with you pausing and being a kind human to those people who are in front of you, then I think maybe you should reevaluate of what's important and what's not. Or I don't know. This is something that's really special to my heart because impressions are so much more than just a first interaction. You've heard more than ever, I guarantee, in the past few years of this idea of church hurt. And this church hurt wasn't the church building hurting people or making people feel some type of way. It wasn't Jesus hurting people or making people feel some type of way. Church hurt is from people who left a really bad taste in somebody else's mouth. And as believers, I think it's so important for us to represent Jesus the right way. And a lot of times that that's us not thinking about ourselves. That's us having the conviction of viewing people through the eyes of grace and mercy and caring about people. What I'm trying to say is that people are going to remember you one way or the other. And when they hear your name, they're either going to be filled with gratitude or they're going to be filled with joy that they don't ever have to see you again because that's how bad of an interaction they had. And I don't know about you, but I really want to leave a positive impact in people's lives. And I want people to know when I talk to them that they're seen and that they're heard and that they're loved and that they're not alone. And that's why I'm so open with sharing all of my mistakes and my failures. God help me. Um, because I, I want people to hear me and be able to say, me too, with no judgment. And so maybe it starts with you asking yourself of what kind of impression do I want to leave on people and doing some evaluation of like, okay, how can I leave that? When you leave a conversation, if you want people to remember you as kind and caring, okay, how do I do that practically? Kind, I smile, I keep eye contact, I give them my full attention, caring, I have common interests with them. I ask about them. I don't interrupt when they're talking. I genuinely care if there's a need. I don't just tell them I'm going to pray about it, but I actually pray with them in that moment. I follow up with them. It's not just a one and done, hey, thanks, but if you want to be kind and caring, then um, you actually have to be kind and caring. Going into the rest of your week, I think it's just something to something important to think about of, hey, how to not leave a bad taste in people's mouth. I don't want to do that. I know you don't want to do that. And so what are ways that I can become better today so that I can have that good impression where ultimately it doesn't even reflect who I am, but it reflects the goodness and the sovereignty of Christ in me so that my words and my interactions, it's not just a reflection of me, but it's the reflection of the God in me. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. I'm super excited for the next two weeks. We have a part one and two of dating and relationships and singleness because in two weeks, my dad is getting married and whew, I'm going to do a full story of that. It's going to be a more emotional episode, I'm sure, but um, stay tuned for the upcoming two weeks of part one and two of all things dating, relationships, and navigating singleness. It's going to be good. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys and I appreciate you all. And if you have any questions or things that you want talked about on the podcast, 
please don't hesitate to reach out at podcast at hopemoquin.com. Have the best rest of your week and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. All right, bye. Bye.